Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Maybe it's much too early in the game Ah, but I thought I'd ask you just the same What are you doing New Year's New Year's Eve Wonder whose arms will hold you oh so tight when it's exactly 12 o'clock that night Welcoming in the new year New Year's Eve What are you doing, New Year's Eve? Tonight, 12 hours from now, we will be 50 minutes away from 2020. What are your plans, New Year's Eve 2019? What are your resolutions you are setting, if any? What are your resolutions from years past, successful or not? What did you do on New Year's Eve, years past? Do you have a good New Year's Eve story? Also, what will define 2019? When we look back at 2019, what will we remember it for? 803-0930, star 930. Remember, if you're going out tonight, be safe, be safe, have a plan to get home. Do not put yourself or anyone else in danger. It's uh, just not worth it. Let's go to the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. It says, Joe, I'm sorry, I these things, as you've heard Sandy mention, sometimes these texts don't come in order and you have to piece them together. Some of us will be working tonight. I'd like to remind people to drive safe and give my plow drivers room and respect on the 219, 39, and 16 in the Springville, Sardinia, and Collins area while we are trying to keep the roads safe. And that is John texting in. Well, yes, remember, there are people who have to work tonight. Some, like John, are keeping us safe, keeping the roads clear so that designated driver we have taking us home has a safe road to drive on. We have those in hospitals, doctors and nurses, our fine police officers, men and women will be working to keep us safe today. And yes, those working at the bars and restaurants that we will be attending and enjoying ourselves, they are all working tonight as well. So to all of them, hopefully you have an enjoyable night and we thank you, especially those who are working 
at the hospitals and those police officers who are working to keep us safe. We thank you for giving up your night on New Year's Eve to make sure we enjoy ours and are always safe. We always thank you for that. 803-0930. Let's go to CJ in Buffalo. CJ, good morning. Oh, good morning. Um, yeah, our family's New Year's tradition was to bang pots and pans outside at midnight. That was a big thing when I was a kid. And um, actually, my father passed away at midnight in 2008. So he must have known something. And we banged the pots and pans in his honor. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, CJ, and I hope you have a great night. CJ in Buffalo, let's go to Ron in Lancaster. Ron, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Doing all right, Ron. How do you? How are you spending New Year's Eve? Oh, we're just going to do something quiet at my sister's family, unlike years past. <laughs> oh, how? Uh, what did you do in years past, Ron? Well, one of the best New Year's Eve, New Year's Day combinations was 1989. We did the Tuts and Pucks deal at the Sabres game, and then the next day we had season tickets for the Bills. It was the first playoff game at Rich Stadium ever against the Oilers. Not the greatest comeback game, but it was uh, when we first got to the playoffs with the Kelly era. And um, so basically wore the Tux and Pucks Sabres game, went out to hear a band that night. I think I slept an hour in that Tux, and then three of us went to the stadium in our Tuxes to watch the Bills game. What a wonderful day. <laughs> that does. That that sounds that almost sounds as good, if not better, than my New Year's two thousand eight, where I stayed up, went downtown to watch the ball drop, and then made my way to Orchard Park to start tailgating the winter classic. Oh man. Yes. I remember that too. Well, Ron, it, it might not be as exciting, but I hope you enjoy your uh, New Year's Eve twenty nineteen. All right. Thanks for listening. Take Thanks, Ron. Thanks for calling. Ron in Lancaster opens a line for you at 803-0930. Yeah, you know, I did the Tucks and Pucks. I can't remember what year that was. I want to say it was in the last five. I can't remember. Maybe not. But did the Tucks and Pucks, and that was the game that went into overtime against Ottawa. And I had my Tucks on and had plans to go somewhere after. But the game didn't end until almost 10.30, getting out of the arena. So, of course, we had to modify the plans because it's 10.30. The game is over. It's going to take 30 to 45 minutes for me to get where I need to go, and that's without the traffic around the arena. So we decided to make our way down Main Street, Watch the ball drop downtown. And you know what? It turned out to be a fun night, but kind of last minute had to change plans because of that overtime. But always a good event downtown. Get a nice tuxedo going, watch a good hockey game. But if you're going to Tucks and Pucks, I would uh, advise that you just make plans to be somewhere downtown. And that's a lot easier now than it was when I went to Tucks and Pucks uh, because downtown was not as built up as it is now. So Tucks and Pucks, glad to see that back on the schedule and uh, looking forward to 
turning that game on and seeing what the crowd looks like today. Hopefully, most of the crowd is dressed up for Tucks and Pucks and has a great plan of attack afterward. But, you know, maybe just stay downtown. Also, the year I was talking about when uh, when we were on the phone with Ron, the 2008, 2007 into 2008, the Winter Classic, that was the year we went downtown. I was all dressed up in Sabre stuff, ready for the big Winter Classic. And we stayed downtown, went to a buddy's afterward, and then a few of us just got in the car, I'd say around like 4 o'clock, and made our way toward Orchard Park, sat in a parking lot by the stadium until the main ones opened up, and then got the tailgate on. And that was a lot of fun. That was a fun New Year's Day. Sabres losing that one in a shootout. But if you were at that game, I think it's something that no one will forget. And look how that has gone now. It started, that was the first Winter Classic, started in Buffalo. And now look, it is a yearly tradition. We could get into, are they doing too many stadium games with the Winter Classic and the Stadium Series? But we will save that conversation for another day. 803-0930, star 930. What do you have going on tonight, New Year's Eve 2019? And what are your resolutions for the next decade, 2020? Right around the corner, it's Joe Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Last show of the decade. Sandy will be back on Thursday. And then my first show of 2020 is Friday, the Friday show. Can't wait to spend that with you. If you are stuck at work all day today, or you'll be in the car all day today, 3 o'clock, Brenda Alacy is in for Tom and David, so stay tuned for that. Local Talk continues here on WBEN. So, it's New Year's Eve 2019. What is it that you will be doing? How are you spending New Year's Eve? Are you like CJ in Buffalo? Do you have a tradition, something you do every year to bring in the new year. For me, it it seems to have always been something different. Now, when we were younger, my parents would have a small party, nothing like their Christmas Eve party, but would have a small party and, you know, would have people over. And usually we would watch the MTV New Year's Eve show with Carson Daly. Uh, Then as that went off the air, we did uh, go back to ABC and watch Dick Clark, that is now Ryan Seacrest, over on ABC. Uh, But, you know, as soon as uh, I got old enough to want to go out, it seems like every year has been something different, except for we did have back-to-back years where we went downtown and watched the ball drop instead at the Hyatt. Now, those were fun. That was a, a fun time. But, you know, in college, I always tr- I-, I was exactly what I talk about. Uh, I-, I was guilty of always building it up to be this huge thing, right? New Year's Eve, we can't, you know, can't let it go without doing something big. Let's, let's have this big event. And 2008, like I said, that was a fun one because you had the ball drop and then went to go see the uh, Winter Classic. That was fun. Um, I'm not saying that none of them were fun, 
but it just seems when you try to make it this big thing, it never really pans out. Uh, New Year's Eve 2011 was another fun one. You know, stayed out a little later than I should since I had a flight the next morning to New Orleans to see Virginia Tech play Michigan. Um, but that one stuck out. That was fun. Again, nothing that I had over planned for. I didn't try to make it this big thing because I had plans the next day. So for me, it's been something different every year. You know, like I said, last year, I was asleep before midnight. We, uh, we went out for a few drinks, got home. I think we might have turned on the uh, New Year's Eve coverage. I can't even remember. Uh, but we were out before 11 o'clock. Before, <laughs> before We were over an hour before uh, New Year's, before calling it a night. But what about you? 803-0930. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board 3930. New Year's Eve bonfire with neighbors. I'm sure that's always a lot of fun. And tonight, you know, it'll be cold enough for a little bit of snow, but I'm sure it feels good uh, next to that fire and definitely with the company of friends. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of ways. You know, there's some people, they want to spend it with a bunch of people in a big party atmosphere. And then some of us, just us and a special somebody, Maybe watch uh, New Year's Eve festivities on TV next to a warm fire. Get a little slow music going. You know, it would have been nice, Frank, if I had uh, thought of doing this bit before going back on the air and we could have had a nice Luther Vandross song going. But next time, next, next year when we do this bit on New Year's Eve, we'll be all set to go. Let's go to Anne-Marie in Williamsville. Anne-Marie, good morning. Good morning, you romantic you. Oh, Anne-Marie, stop. (laughs) What do you got going on this New Year's Eve? Well, we started a tradition about five years ago with our family, with my son and his family and my daughter and her family, where we stay at the Hyatt. We go downtown and we spend the night, um, and the fireworks are right in front of us. You can go up in the mezzanine and watch through the window and you're warm, and we bring food up to our rooms, and we have rooms that connect, and it's just one big party. That way I don't have to worry about my kids going home. I don't have to worry about anybody driving, and it's warm. It's great. We see the best ball drop in the United States of America, and it's fabulous. It really is. Anne-Marie, I have to say, I, I did that. We either did that two or three years in a row. And it was a lot of fun. Like you said, everything is right there. You can walk out to the ball drop. You can go down to Chippewa afterward or to another bar, but you're right there downtown. You have the Hyatt to go back to, and they always do some fun stuff as well. The Hyatt is just, they're, they're very accommodating, very family-friendly, and it's good for the kids. You know, it's good for the kids to see, you know, not that, you know this, this time of year is, you know, I feel I always feel horrible for the people who don't have family, but this is the time of the year when you spend time with family, and it's it's all about the kids. It's all about children. It's all about um, being together and being safe. Yeah, and and as you said, you know, Anne Marie, this is the final day. A lot of people visiting town, uh, extended family is in town before a lot of them leave tomorrow to get back to reality on the second. Well, I don't like reality. I stay right here. 
See, I don't mind reality because my reality is pretty fun right now. I'm. You know, Joe, I gotta t- I gotta hand it to you. You have so grown with WBEN. It's it's amazing. You have become another one of their iconic um, wonders. You know, I mean, um, you you really have. The first when I first heard you on the radio, I said, "Oh my God, where did they get this guy?" But you know what? You've taken all the cues. You've done your homework. God bless you, Joe. You're doing a great job. Amory, I appreciate that. That means so much. Thank you for the call, and you have a great 2019 into 2020. Healthy one, Joe. Healthy. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Amory. See, I like calls like that. But let me tell you, um, it has everything to do with the people here at WBEN and also the audience. Like I said, early on and still today, You know, criticisms help just as much as uh, compliments. And I love the compliments. Anyone who says they don't like the compliments, they're lying. Uh, But, you know, when you take a criticism with a grain of salt and you look at it and you say, I need to work on this, this, and this, you know, you take criticism seriously. You You don't just get mad at criticism and walk away from it. You take it as someone trying to help you. And you take those criticisms and you apply them. You know, early on when I was hosting here, uh, my delivery, the way I would alter my voice, yeah, it didn't sound good. And people called me out and it's something I worked on every day. And I really, really appreciate not only the management here at WBEN, not only Sandy Beach, but also the audience, A, for sticking around and for the pointers. You know, uh, the pointers I got from Tim Wanger, the pointers I got from Sandy Beach, um, and from the audience on the text board. I have to say, it's, it's been great and can't wait for 2020. But now, for his first, I'm sorry, yes, his last 1130 news update of 2019, it's Mr. Brendan Keeney.
Welcome back. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach. Last Beach and Company of 2019. Sandy will be back Thursday, January 2nd. Sandy, Tony, and myself, the team back together. Can't wait to talk to you in 2020. But a few minutes left here in the last show of 2019. How are you spending your New Year's Eve? Will you be going out to a party? Will you be going to see the ball drop? Are you going to be staying at home with a special somebody? The fire on, two glasses of champagne, a little happy new year to you too. 803-0930, star 930. What will 2019 be defined? What will define 2019 locally, nationally, maybe personally for you? And have you ever been to Times Square? We have had a few people on the text board who uh, say they enjoyed it. They had a good time. You have to go when you're younger, according to some people. Stephen Niagara Falls grew up going to see the ball drop in Times Square. He said, eh, maybe not. You're, in, you're jammed in there like sardines, and there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. So you know what? As someone who drinks a lot of water, and wants that kind of freedom to be able to go to the bathroom. I might have to reconsider that being on my bucket list. But I know a lot of you who are staying in tonight will be watching ABC's New Year's Rockin' Eve as they will have the live shots from New York. But here locally, Channel 7 will break in and give you live shots from downtown. Here's a little preview of Ryan Seacrest, New Year's Rockin' Eve over on ABC. Oh, Frank, I'm sorry. Could you please turn my news boss back up? My bad. That's on me. I was testing something during the, uh, during the break. Here's that clip I was about to play. It's that time again, New Year's Eve, and Ryan Seacrest will take a spot in Times Square for Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with performances by the Jonas Brothers in Miami, Cheryl Crow in New Orleans, and Alanis Morissette in NYC. He's confident in everything going according to plan. But you never quite know until you see it transmit on the air. We're living that out just like everybody else who's watching. Also in the lineup, K-pop megastars BTS. Seacrest says, expect it to be loud. As I've walked out on the stage to introduce them, you can't hear me me because they're just screaming for them. Matt Wolf, ABC News. Sounds like fun. You know, when I was younger, always looked forward to those uh, performances. As I mentioned, MTV was always on uh, at the Beamer House in the late 90s, and they would always premiere a video at the beginning of the new year. 1999 into 2000, they premiered the very popular song, Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely. Uh, by the Backstreet Boys. That was always something you looked forward to when people still looked forward to the videos of songs. Now, I understand YouTube is popular and you come across music videos on YouTube, but I don't understand all these artists still putting out music videos. It doesn't get the airplay. It's not on TV. You actually have to go look for it. 
I mean, unless you have one of those digital tier MTV jam stations. But is anyone actually watching those stations? I don't know. I, I've all, I'm, I'm very interested in learning why these artists in 2019, 2020 are putting this money into these videos. You know, Selena Gomez had a pretty decent video for her song a few months ago. She filmed the whole thing on an iPhone. So I don't think the money went into that production. Uh, but it, it, it's something that maybe if I look into, I could get the answer. But those performances on New Year's Eve, always a big deal. But did you hear who's performing? And I, I love Alanis Morissette. I'd go see her in concert tomorrow. But your lineup is Sheryl Crow and Alanis Morissette. Is it 1996 or 2019? Interesting lineup. But uh, I know a lot of people stay at home. Maybe have a few people over but, and have uh, ABC on, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, hosting what is still called Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve on ABC. You know, during uh, the morning show this morning, Randy and I were talking uh, during one of the breaks, and Randy said, who is still watching Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve? And I said, well, Randy, I think a lot of people Randy's age, I think a lot of people my parents' age are watching, uh, are watching that, and even people my age, I mean, I was in high school and in college, and Dick Clark was still hosting that show. So I think it's a lot of people who grew up watching when Dick Clark hosted it. And now if you think about it, Ryan Seacrest is, you know, a huge figure in media. He has a daily radio show. He's on with Ryan and Kelly, or Kelly and Ryan. Uh, and everyone knows him from American Idol. So I think a lot of people just, you know, hey, that's what everyone goes to, ABC. And especially here locally, because they have the coverage live from downtown Buffalo. So you get the look at New York and, and Buffalo. And I have to say, I do agree with Steve in Niagara Falls. He said, I wish they would just show the ball drop and not everything else. Because, and that's so true. Can't we just see the ball drop and the fireworks with the ball drop? Do we have to get the random cuts of couples we don't know who they are making out? Is anyone like that? It's like it's like the the kiss cam at the hockey games, and I know I'm probably going to upset a few people, but the kiss cam is anyone more uncomfortable than when they go to the kiss cam at a sporting event? Like that should have been phased out. Years ago, there is nothing more uncomfortable because you've all been in that situation. You're sitting in the lower level at the arena and you're there with a few friends maybe and there's a girl on one side of you that you have no association with. You have no idea who it is. And that kiss cam comes up and now you're like, oh my gosh, I, hope, I see a camera guy. I hope that camera guy doesn't point that camera to me. You spend 30 to 40 seconds as, you know, they're playing some love song from the 50s during the kiss cam thinking, I, I hope this camera does not pan to me in this stranger. But Joe, you forget about some of the times where you get those really funny moments on the kiss cam too. Oh yeah, of course. Y yeah, you know what, Frank? I enjoy those as much as I enjoy the fake sports proposal that we get to see every other game.
And you, you know what else? <laughs> you know what else I don't like at, at the uh, at the hockey games? I don't like that. I don't like that the music during uh, during play hasn't been updated since the late '90s. But also with the kiss cam. Have you ever been, when you were younger, right, and you went on a date, and you didn't know where you and that girl stood, you really hadn't made out, and then the kiss cam comes up, and you find a reason to leave? Like, you'll go every double whistle that the ice-clearing team comes out, you'll use that as an excuse to go to the bathroom, because you don't want to be put in that situation. Maybe it was just me. I, I think that was just you. All right. Well... So I'm not a fan of the kiss cam. And I'm also not a fan of when the ball drops on New Year's Eve, the camera panning to random couples making out. I, I, don't, I don't know who enjoys seeing that. But maybe it's just me. Frank, we haven't talked to you yet. What are you doing? New Year's Eve 2019, the decade that saw you graduate college, now going to the decade that will see you as an adult. How are you spending it? Well, hopefully I'm plan- I'm planning on uh, hanging out with some friends tonight. I got one of my friends uh, is back in town who's in the Air Force. So he's in town this week. He was in town for Christmas. Uh, I've already seen him a couple of times, but I think he's going downtown in it. I'm probably going to join him and just have some fun down there. That sounds fun, but you're not, you're not building it up to be something that it's not. You're not going to overbuild New Year's Eve up so it can't meet these these uh standards set right yeah no i for me it's always just go just go do find something to do and just have a good time you don't need to plan everything out so extravagantly people who want to do that that's fine you know i'm I'm a simple person i don't want to go way too much into it but you know how i met your mother did a great episode on this when you over plan it right and you build it up to be this huge thing it always fails it never meets up to what you thought New Year's Eve was going to be. You know, think about your your f- most favorite, most memorable night out. Just think about it. In your entire life, what was it? It was the night you didn't plan for anything big to happen. It was the night you didn't plan. I, I, there's this story um, that I'll tell on the air now. It was when Team USA beat Russia in the Olympics. So 20... 16, no, 2014. 14, yeah. 2014. This is when I was working overnights in retail, okay? And right after I got out of work, I met Brian Mazarowski at a uh, local establishment to see the get to watch the game. After that, I took about a two-hour nap, maybe, and then went to the, uh, the beer fest down at the convention center that they have every year uh, with my parents I think my sister was was along and my buddy Rhino and his wife. We go there. And then afterward, we had these reservations at a restaurant downtown, but not until 1130 that night. Now, remember, I'm running on two hours of sleep. I had done overnights. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to go home and then just meet everyone for the 11 o'clock restaurant, uh, the 11 o'clock reservation. No, I we all decide to go out and It just turned out to one of those nights, this story comes up like every other week because it was one of those days, wasn't really supposed to, you know, okay, we're going to this beer thing, that's fun. And it turned into this night where there were multiple stories, multiple things happened, but we didn't plan on it to be a memorable night. And you have so many people that New Year's Eve or the day before Thanksgiving, 
They make all these plans. They build it up to be this huge night. Uh, I think you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Instead of just go with the flow. Okay, I'm going to meet so-and-so out. We're going to start here. We'll see where the night goes. Because when you build it up to be something it's not, you can only have disappointment. Because if it hits what it's supposed to be, you're still, okay, that's all it was supposed to. You know what I mean? It, it will never get to this fantastic, uh, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe what happened night when that was what you were planning to do. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment. So, you know, go out, have fun tonight. Like I said, have a plan to get home. Be safe. There is no reason when you go out tonight to an event that there should be car keys in your pocket. Leave those at home. Leave those wherever you're staying that night or staying tonight and make sure you get a safe ride home. 2019 slash 2020, no excuse not to get home safe. You have the ride app. You have Liberty Cab. You have Uber. You have Lyft, who has a code tonight to get $10 off your two rides. You have, a lot of us have that friend who probably has to work till one or two in the morning. They can drive you home. No reason to uh, not only put yourself at risk, but put anyone else at risk. Let's not start the year off on an awful, horrible note. Let's all have fun tonight. Let's all be responsible tonight. I can't say that enough because you always hear of um, just a tragic story around the holidays and no one, no one wants to uh, have that happen, especially the holiday time. And like I said, tonight, go out, have fun, enjoy the company of family and friends, bring in the year 2020. If you have that special someone, make sure they're by you when the clock strikes midnight, have that champagne toast, have that midnight kiss, and go into 2020 on a right note. On a personal note, I'm hoping 2020 starts off on the right note. In seven minutes, Virginia Tech kicks off against Kentucky. That'd be a nice ending to the year 2019 if Virginia Tech can finish the year with a victory. A lot of people are saying the, they don't like the 2020 glasses. One person did make a great point. 2020, the best year for the glasses because you have the zeros for the 2020 celebration uh, glasses. All right, well, we got to get out of here. I just want to say to everyone listening, thank you so much for contributing to what has been a very memorable year. Uh, I am so lucky to be able to sit in this chair and talk to you. You know, when I was five years old, I was reading out of the Hornell Tribune, pretending to be on the air. And now I am on the air. I get to talk to the wonderful WBEN audience, the wonderful people of Buffalo. I could not be more thankful to you, to the management here at WBEN, Tim Wanger, for trusting me on the microphone on a regular basis now. Also to Sandy Beach, who has been a great mentor. He has given me tips that will help me as I continue to build on this career. So thank you to everybody for an awesome, awesome 2019. I hope you have a great night. I hope you enjoy bringing in the year 2020. We will talk to you January 2nd, Sandy Returns. I'll be back Friday for the Friday show, January 3rd. Remember, Brenda 
is up at three today for Tom and David. Buffalo, I love you guys. Have a great new year. We will see you in 2020. Go Hokies. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t